Hey, welcome back to Bit Different. It's Satine. And it's Rob. How's it going? <laughs> good. I don't know about singing like everything I'm saying, oh. but no, it's not that to be good. Creepy. Oh, oh, it yeah, was because like, my story, ooh. I have a story that I wanted to tell last week and I forgot and it's really fucking creepy. <laughs> okay, well, like, should we go right into it? Let's... I want to go right into okay, it. Okay, good, because I'm, I'm really curious, like since you, you told me that you had a thing to talk about, but then of course you forgot what it was. So now I need to know. And I remembered, and I'm glad I forgot because it scares the shit out of me every time I think about it. (laughs) So this has been going on, I think, for about two years now in the summer, because we're in L.A., so there's a lot of creepers around. Yeah. And I'm in West Hollywood, so the weather's really nice, and we happen to have a lot of homeless population around here. That's because the weather's nice. The weather's nice. And um, anyhow, of course, I'm going to leave my window open. And I'm on the third floor, so I'm not scared of being like somebody coming in my window or anything. But literally during the summer, I would say almost like uh, clockwork, at about 3 a.m., this woman, and I don't know how old she is. She could be really old or really super young, but she has the voice of a little girl. And she comes and she sets up her camp. And I haven't seen what she looks like, so I don't know. But she'll just start talking to herself oh, outside the window and start calling out to the cats because there's you know, there's a house right behind us and they have cats. And it's the creepiest thing. And I literally sit in bed. I'm like, oh, my God, she's crawling up the fucking wall <laughs> and looking in my bedroom right now. And I was too terrified to look out the window, but I somehow have to close it. And so finally, I muster up the strength and I'll usually slowly close the window because I don't want her to like call me out like, hey, <laughs> what you doing up there? <laughs> so I close the window and I creep back into bed and then I turn my um, my phone on the music on Spotify and I turn it up real loud. And I'm like, oh my God, get this woman out of my head, out of my head. I think it's, I think she's the devil reincarnated because you know, they say at 3 a.m. that's like the devil's hour. Mm, I did not know that. Because like, I think... 3 p.m. is supposed to be like when Jesus was on the cross or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm not too big into all that, but I think that's what it is. So to like to mock Jesus, the devil comes at 3 a.m. And I I think she's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, that's my story. But it still happens to this day. That's how many years has this been going on? Two? Um, two and going and how frequently like like during the summer is it just like every night typically every night if i mean i don't always stay up till 3 a.m but if i'm up if i was playing games or something and i happen to go to sleep she will be there and she will come up and you'll hear her cart rolling you'll hear his <laughs> i'm like oh my god 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 <laughs> i feel like you just have to like face this fear and to see what she looks like just to sort of like i've creeped and peeked out the window but there's nothing there oh god and there's this kind of like it's not really an alleyway but there's this like side section between our building and the next building it's probably about maybe six feet long so you know it's enough for somebody to be able to set up camp right there and and yeah that's where she nests and i asked my roommate i was like is it just me or do you hear this creature woman <laughs> calling out to cats and talking to herself at like certain hours of the night? He's like, oh my God, I thought I was hearing things. I was like, no, she's real and she will get you and she will eat your children. <laughs> 
that sounds awful. Yeah, it's very scary. I'm sorry that's happening to you. I've, I've kind of thought of calling the police, but I'm like, they won't find her because she's a demon. She'll just disappear. <laughs> She'll crawl up a wall and disappear. <laughs> yeah. She'll crawl up my wall. Yeah. I even um, locked my balcony door because I'm like, she probably knows how to like climb really easily, <laughs> like a specter. <laughs> All right then. Well, that's that's awful. Yeah, that's my I story. I don't like that story. <laughs> I'm sorry. How that's about okay. you? What's going on in your life? <laughs> well, um, I just finally had, I guess, a a rite of passage for for gay men everywhere. Um, mm. Todd and I, or Todd showed me. You saw your first Broadway musical? <laughs> no, that was that happened when I was a, a teenager. Actually, oh, good for you. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, I finally saw Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Oh. Which, of course, my mom always talked about that movie as the movie that, like, scarred her for life. Mm-hmm. But my mom was, I think, 11 when that movie came out, and she wasn't really expecting some sort of psychological... Thriller. Yeah, yeah. like that. Um, and so, of course, now Todd and I are watching the show Feud, Betty and Joan, yeah. on FX. Is it good? It's, um... It you're watching, you're watching two acting greats kind of you know do their thing so it's fun to watch i don't know if it's a good show do yet. they overact no i mean it feels like they're sort of, it, it, it is interesting it feels like jessica lang is sort of miscast but like oh. but um susan sarandon if you cross her eyes like she looks like betty davis mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. really pretty cool yeah totally um and it's like not having seen the movie that it was you know telling the the making of because it's about the, the making of baby jane um i didn't like I couldn't appreciate it fully. So I'm glad I got to see the movie um, because now I sort of recognize what they're going for. And and also I know what it ended up becoming by the time Mm. it was done, this sort of iconic movie. So that was fun. I got I watched we watched that last night. That's so you know, that movie kind of set the precedent for the hairstyle for that that era. Really? Um, What's what's the actress's name? Joan Crawford or Betty Davis? Which one? Oh, wait. No, 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 never mind. I'm thinking I'm thinking of Rosemary's Baby all of a sudden. Oh, no, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, yeah, because that was the Vidal yes. Sassoon oh, my gosh. look so, that Mia Farrow did. R- thank you. But yeah. that's a whole different movie. Let's not yeah. go there. Well, that movie is like horror perfection. But I wrote a letter to Daddy. To Daddy. Oh, my gosh. I think she's the one who is out on my fucking... That's, she sounds just like this homeless woman. <laughs> and what's crazy... Oh my god, what if it's Betty Davis's ghost who's out there? Because we're on Fountain. This is Fountain Avenue that she like roosts on and um one of her famous sayings is that a newscaster asked her, "If you have any advice to give the youth of today like the actors or whatever, what would you, what advice would you give them?" And she goes, "Take Fountain." Yeah, like the way to get to Hollywood or whatever. Yeah, yeah. take Fountain. Uh-oh. Uh, I think her go. ghost is here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that happened. And then, what do you um, think about the ending? Without spoiling it, I think it's so beautiful. The ending, I think, <laughs> was really cool. It, it's, yeah. it's. Um, I was kind of curious how the movie was going to end, just because. I think we can talk about it. Yeah, I, I think the statute of limitations on that movie is over, given that it was like sixty years ago almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Baby Jane suddenly having her audience again, and uh, you know, and then, but hopefully, also Blanche being saved like i was kind of curious where it was going to go mm-hmm. just because it's you know it, it it couldn't have had like the big hollywood ending i think that we were that we're used to where everything's cleaned up all night neat and tidy when she pulls joan's body onto the beach and just sits there with her as if they're watching the fucking sunset 
I think that's pure poetry. Well, and it's, it is so beautiful. Well, and like, and uh, it's it's interesting, like the the relationship of them as as sisters, where clearly like there is care, but there's also resentment. Like there is this, it, they do have a very complicated relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was it was fun to watch. I'm glad I got to see it. And but you are in the chair, Blanche. You are in the chair. <laughs> that's the one. That, that's the line that Todd always says. <laughs> but you are, Blanche. But you are. <laughs> um, yeah. So that happened. That's and, sweet. Um, I went to mm-hmm. one of my favorite places in the world yesterday. I went to Game Dude in North Hollywood. Oh, I've never. I don't know it. Uh, if you call them, they're automated voice answering thing will tell you that uh, you've reached Game Dude, the largest video game store in the universe, complete with that sort of weird emphasis. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's... How have I never heard of it? It's awesome. It's not a whole lot to look at. Hmm. Um, it is sort of in a... It's a warehouse, pretty much, in North Hollywood that uh, when we pulled up, Todd actually asked if I was going to kill him there and, oh, and just stuff him in the trunk because it's a little shady looking. Yeah. Um, but it's really great. And in there they have... Um, does it look like a pawn shop almost? And then it has like the, the glass casing mm-hmm. and then they have the games on the walls too? Yes. Oh, I think my brother has brought, brought me there once before. Yeah, they have freestanding wire shelves um, that you can't get to. It's just the staff that is in the yeah, sort of Yeah, pathway. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I have been there. And they have a huge stock of used games. Um, and the nice and then they also have, um, yeah, glass cases with all the new stuff. Yeah. And the best thing about, their, um, about them is that like... They don't pull this GameStop shit where like, oh, yeah, bring us your discs. We don't need cases. We don't need manuals, whatever. Just bring us your discs. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game Dude has a very strict policy about you need like- all the components. Yeah, and like like the quality of the, the disc has to be solid and it needs to come with its box, its manual. And if you don't have the box, oh, that's like five bucks off the trade-in value. Oh, sweet. And if you don't have the manual, it's like two more bucks off Jeez. the trade-in value. So they must, they must sell them at like full price, like at, at price- well, they know what, what they're worth. They know what they're worth. That's yeah. the thing. Because, yeah, I know, like, their copy of... If they have a copy of Snatcher for the Sega CD, it's $500. Jesus it's Christ. It's crazy. That but, is a Snatcher. You know, but, like, in general, though, um, they, they just... They know what things are worth. And, uh, and so, yeah, it was really fun to go there. I had a little list of stuff I wanted, and I was looking for a friend uh, who's trying to complete his NES collection. Um, and Like st- a complete collection or certain games? Compl- well, I, he gave me a list of certain games, but um, he's trying to complete it. Jeez, that's that's a that's a small fortune. Um, but yeah, they didn't have any of those, which is a bummer. Like the if anything, I sort of struck out a little bit, but I ended up still walking away with a few things. Um, what well, name three that he was looking for or she? Oh God, um, he he. Okay, uh, let me grab my uh, my the list from him. They're all there. A lot of them were ones I'd never heard of. Uh, like um, Silkworm, no. The Blues Brothers. I didn't realize they made a game based I, on. I the, think yeah. I actually played that. And then um, New Ghostbusters Two. I didn't realize they made two Ghostbusters I think games. I remember that too. Like uh, from that, and then um, yeah, like Stunt Kids. So if anybody out there has those games, you contact Rob because <laughs> he will buy them off you. Because here's yeah, so I, was, I was looking to. to to hook him up and then um and yeah there were a couple things i wanted i ended up getting some stuff uh just adding to the backlog because that's what i do now well you have your own library so i bought like the the new ps4 release of the kingdom hearts reissues which is like kingdom hearts endless 2.8 remix Remix, something or other Mm -hmm. um it's not kingdom hearts one or two it's the handheld games and the mobile game uh 
on one disc. And then what Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, but it's 1.5 and 2.5. Jeez. Remastered, whatever the fuck they call it. That comes out uh, at the end of the month. So I, I want to actually play through the Kingdom Hearts so I can be ready for Kingdom Hearts 3. I keep hearing that they're pushing back Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, Well, the thing's been delayed forever. Yeah, but is they? I hear rumors that it's not even going to come out this year. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I don't know anything for sure. Yeah. But it'll give me plenty of time to play through yes. the other Cause there five. Are, there's a ton of stuff coming out that's going to like distract you. Yeah. Well, so I, I grabbed that, add to the pile, and then... Um, I bought a uh, Dragon Guard three, mm. which um, I didn't realize until I hit up the Wikipedia page. I thought that Near and Near Automata were two things from the developers of Dragon Guard, but mm. it turns out they um, that Near is actually in the same sort of universe as Dragon Guard. Oh, and so Near the first or Near, I guess it was Gestalt or Near Replicant, mm. the one that came out for PS three and three sixty, was a sort of spiritual sequel to the dragon guard series wow i couldn't have told you that i had no fucking clue i didn't even know this game existed so there you go (laughs) and i hear they're the same sort of thing where like they change genre and they're kind of crazy but that's kind of what they do and they're kind of meta about it and so um i bought dragon guard 3 for the ps3 um and then i went a searching on the internet for dragon guard 1 and 2 which are both for the ps2 um and i ended up buying one of them and bidding on the other so Hopefully that will pan out. Well, you'll have some news for us next week. Yes. Yes. And then um, lastly, I got um, Danganronpa 1-2 Reload, which... You so lost me on that. Yeah, it's it's a very Japanese game. Um, you know what game I want? I should have asked. If I would known you were going there, I'd have asked you to find me um, Persona 4, unless you have it already. Persona 4. No, and that's on PS2, right? It's. I think it's on 2. Okay, I... Oh, fuck, I should have called you before I, I totally left. I totally want to play that because Persona 5 is coming out soon and yeah. it's supposed to be epic. So. It looks great. Yeah, um, so I want to get familiarized with 4. And I think everyone I know who's like played, Whoops. like done the on the hands-on demos at, you know, uh, PSX or E3 or Comic-Con or whatever, like any of the events where they've had demo stations, mm-hmm. everyone's just like, all right, Persona 5, I'm in. It's going to be great. Yeah. So, Game I, of the year. Just la- kidding. Last one I played, Hopefully. I think, was three well on the psp oh i think oh god i've never played a persona the reason that got me interested in persona was because they have a trans character that's kind of oh i, I don't think she's playable but she's you know she's a character that all these characters know who she is and yeah she's interactive so yeah she's the waitress with the pink hair i don't well we haven't played it yeah so, yeah well, um, Danganronpa actually seems to have a little bit in common with the Persona, at least what I understand about the Persona series, because mm-hmm. Persona is like both what RPG dungeon crawling, but also day to day you're at like school. a high school life, yeah. yeah. And so you actually have to like manage your relationships, but also it's make like progress the in this Sims game. with uh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons mixed in. <laughs> and and so like uh, Danganronpa is a it's one of those it's very Japanese. It is a um, narrative puzzle type game um there's two of them that i can tell you about like series wise there's danganronpa and then there's the nonary sequence which is um 999 like nine people nine doors nine days or whatever and then they also did um virtue like the no escape it's but that's part of the no escape series mm. and like 
pretty much they are You're speaking another language to me. It, they're kind of interesting in that they are um, a lot of still frames and just character art and a lot of copy that goes by. Uh, and so they create these stories mm-hmm. and then you do a little bit of gameplay of searching a room. It's almost like the modern adventure game, but yeah. not an adventure game exactly. Totally. Um, but Danganronpa is kind of cool. Like the, the main villain is this evil bear. Mm. And it's about 15 kids who are uh, the best at what they do. Like one is the the ultimate pop star. One is the ultimate uh, swimming athlete. One's the ultimate baseball player. And um, they're all in, they all get brought into this school that is where the ultimate uh, wherever they the are best of the goes. best exactly yeah, it's like the olympic school and then uh they all find out that they are trapped there and the only by way by the teddy bear by this evil bear and the only way to leave is to graduate and to graduate you have to kill someone Ooh, there's, yeah. so there's only 15 students oh you, so it's like to, um battle royale status kind of yeah <laughs> you have to kill one of the students and then you have to get away with it and oh, shit. Um, and so, and otherwise you it's are... It's like that game we play with the wolf. Yeah, werewolves within, or were, werewolf. Werewolf, yeah. Werewolf, yeah. Werewolves within is the VR version of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Danganronpa, it's it's very Japanese. It's very charming. Um, and uh, yeah, I grabbed that. And like the third one in that series comes out uh, for PS4 later this year. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah, I ended up buying a handful of stuff. So you're stuff. playing everything right now. Well, yeah. Well, when we get to the actual, like, what are you playing thing, like yeah. that segment, um, we can go more into to detail on that one. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, part of my shopping excursion. Jeez, Sorry, I brought a little list of stuff. Do you to have talk any about. money left? No. <laughs> um, I've been on the hunt for Amiibos, which um, Amiibos, I don't know if you follow, they are these little Nintendo figures. They look like it's the equivalent of a Skylander. Gotcha. I know what you're talking about. And that you scan them. I have the Disney Infinity ones. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's similar to that in that you have the little, you know, it's the RFID reader and it does its thing. And um, a lot of times I was just buying Amiibos for characters I liked. Yeah. Like I have. I saw your Samus. Yeah, I have a Samus. I have a Shovel Knight. I I saw your gold Mega Man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, Pixel Man. All over the table. Yeah, my Pixel Mario. Yeah. And like I just have, you know, characters I like and figures that I enjoy. Um, I love them. They look so cool, too. Well, you have the Duck Hunt dog. I do. <laughs> well, the Duck Hunt dog came as, as part of a, a set of the three oh that came God, with uh, with uh, Mr. Game & Watch. Yeah, and that's it, the one I was seeing, Pixel Man, Mr. Game oh, & yeah. Watch. And it also came with Robot Operating Buddy. And given that my name is Rob, of course, I had to go get the Rob, Rob figure. Of course. Um, and so uh, I was on the hunt for Amiibos because um, for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild... Whenever you scan any amiibo, um, like any non-Zelda related one, it gives you a bunch of like food items. So you don't oh. have to go hunting. You don't have to go collect fruit. It just drops it from the sky. Oh. And you can use every amiibo once per day. So You that, got a lot of food. That's why they're all on the table right now because whenever I play once a day, I just scan all the amiibos, collect all the stuff. And That's really cool though. And I like how they um, bring in another, isn't that from a different system? Uh, yeah, the Amiibos were introduced uh, the for Wii U, the right? Wii U and the 3DS. Yeah, so I like how they're incorporating p- um, hardware. platform stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, and then um, the coolest thing is, though, for any any Zelda-themed uh, Amiibo, whether it's the Smash Brothers Link. Do you have Zelda? Uh, I don't have any. Well, I only have one Legend of Zelda-themed Amiibo. Oh, the, I, I have the 8-bit Link bet, yeah. that is at my office. I, I I also have Wolf Link from Twilight Princess. Okay. Um, 
And so I have those at my office and um, a coworker has brought in his Toon Link, his um, Zelda, his Smash Brothers Link, his Ganondorf, and um, one of the Amiibos from Breath of the Wild, the Archer Link. And whenever you'd use any of those, they give you an actual like item, like a like a weapon, a weapon or, or a armor shield, or or uh-huh. an outfit or uh, a bow. Like you get the give dope you stuff. stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, and like it's really great because like uh, I want to say like Toon Link, I got this really great, you know, Wind Waker themed thing. Like it's like the Wind Waker hat, and oh wow, and so if you use your like the old eight bit Link, it unlocks his his official like original green tunic Ooh. from the original game. Sweet, and so like it's it's really. Goofy, and I've been on the hunt now to buy more Zelda Amiibos. And let me tell you, Todd and I ended up going to two GameStops, Game Dude, They're Best Buy, out. and a Target. And all they fucking have are goddamn Animal Crossing Amiibos. Which, I'm all for Animal Crossing, don't get me wrong. But seriously, stop wasting my fucking time. <laughs> I don't even know what Animal Crossing is. Animal Crossing is a very, very cute game series that was introduced in the GameCube days. Oh. And it's sort of found new life on the 3DS. Mm. But um, they're not they're, what you want. They're swell. Not all, what you're looking But seriously, for. stop wasting my fucking time. Well, you played Smash on Wii U, right? Yeah. The Villager. It's oh, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Villager is from Animal Crossing. Uh, I was wondering what that thing was from. I was like, why this? Why this character? There's <laughs> yeah. so many other characters. Well, and they made a ton of amiibos from Animal Crossing. Like they, they I want to say they must have made seven or eight characters. Jeez, what a waste, I say. Right? And God Where's damn Ganondorf? Oh, they have a they, Ganondorf. They made a Ganondorf. But well, I want him to look like the um, 8-bit original. Oh, like Ganon. Ganon. Just Ganon. Yeah, Ganon. Yeah, the pig face. Yeah, yeah, that would be well, cool. The one I'm looking for is a Metroid. Like the the gela- the jellyfish parasite yes. Metroid. I want that. Like, does they- it have like a clear coating on it and everything? I mean, because they, they've done a they did a Captain Olimar from Pikmin, mm-hmm. and he has yeah a, yeah the clear he the has a clear space helmet. yeah he has a clear helmet yeah, and they could totally do that same thing to create an interior with a little dome around it yeah. to create the Metroid. I would love that. Yeah, I would get if I had to choose one, I'd probably get Zero Suit Samus because I love her. Yep, she's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to mm. um, outside of gaming. Oh, uh, I mean, I think that's pretty game related. It, it is. It's me. it's not me sitting in front of the TV though, but it is. You know. You know, it gave you some exercise. It was kind of like the modern day, the modern day Pokemon Go. Modern day. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, because that's so old now. <laughs> so last week. <laughs> yeah, I was on the hunt though, and seriously, like, what? One, two, three, four, five, five fucking stores, and uh, no luck. No luck. But that's what happens when you actually want something. They'll never have it. It's well, you just have to come across it. I did buy the uh, the Guardian amiibo from um, the new from Breath of the Wild uh, on BestBuy.com. And that'll be arriving later this week. It's oh, cool. giant. It's like the size of like four Amiibos, I think. It's pretty big. Jeez. It'll be neat. Okay. And I also bought Dr. Mario Amiibo um, mm. from Target. He Obviously, he's not Zelda related, but Mm-mm. he's Dr. Mario, and that's one of my favorites. That was a good game, a good puzzle game. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't brought that back for like the um, the mobiles, iOS and all right? that. Yeah, they could totally do something with yeah. that. Anyway. So what are you actually playing right now? I have... Um, reintroduce myself to the Witcher since I only got to the Red Baron before. Oh, the bloody Baron. He's yeah. so good. But what a tragic story. Oh my God. His quest though, like was just an unexpected it's gem. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, I'm playing it. I'm reinterested in it. I know that um, Mass Effect Andromeda has taken a lot of cues from uh, The Witcher 3. Oh. And incorporate it into the way their game style is and like the side quests and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to get back into it. And it's a beautiful game. It was my brother's favorite game. So I was like, okay. And I've also read um, the first couple books. Oh, wow. And you I, are in I, the world. I Well, I read them before I even the game came out. Yeah. Like The Last Wish I read, because it's originally a game or a book series, and it's been around for a long time. It started as like short stories in 1986. Yeah. And um, then in 1993, The Last Wish was written, which is the first book with, you know, what basically this game is based on. And Crazy. Yeah, but even um, Yennefer has been around since the 80s, and I never knew that. Well, I knew it was a series of books. I didn't know I, yeah, it went that I, yeah, far I, back, though. Yeah, I thought it was, like, maybe 10 years old, but no, it's 30 years old. Because, yeah, I mean, like, I want to say at this point, even, like, what the first Witcher game is probably six seven years old i think i mean witcher one i never got a chance to play yeah because it's pc yeah and then witcher two at least came to xbox 360 uh, and i never had an xbox yeah. so. but then yeah witcher three just took over consoles it's beautiful um and it's this game i know everybody probably has for the most part played it or like knows about it but this game is huge like just when you think you like uncovered a piece of the map it just extends to Immense proportions, and it's beautiful, and um, it's so fucking hot. Like this <laughs> game, I'm in heat. <laughs> That's my thing for like when I play games with hot characters, and it's just so good. And of course, I love Yennefer. I think I could cosplay as her. I think so. I want to. Yeah. These need a unicorn. Yeah. Does she ride a unicorn? No, but there's a scene with a unicorn that you'll see later. Oh, I haven't gotten that far. Nor have I, but the internet covered it. Really? Yeah, that's the only reason why I know anything about yeah. it. Yeah, I love Siri, too. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. She's so pretty. Um, and, uh, yeah, but another thing I like about The Witcher right now is because of our current political climate, it does ring true to, like, how all the humans are kind of pushing the, the magical creatures and the beasts to the outskirts, or they live in the ghettos of the towns, and there's one vil- um, town I'm in right now where they're just like, we don't want none of you magical creatures in here. This is like a free zone for all those people. Like, if you do one wrong thing, we're going to find you and we're going to kick you out. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that so is like what we're going through today. Yeah, I, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. I mean, that's every decade goes through that. But right now we're in like, it's too much. Yeah, we're in the thick of it. The thick of it. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm playing. How about you? I finished Legend of Zelda last night. You finished it? Finished it. Well, I finished the the main story. And what percentage do you have accomplished? Uh, I was trying to find, like, some sort of percentage meter on the game, and there isn't one. (laughs) Um, I'd be willing to bet, like, if you look at the sheer number of collectibles, I'm probably at about 30% or something like that. Because, well, less even, because there's 900 of one item that you can collect. Oh, my God. And at this point, I've collected 31 of them. Jeez. But then, like... Is it a flower? It's a seed, Oh God! But then also like there's uh there's shrines that you use Activate. to yeah and you have mm-hmm. to do these little puzzles in them and um those 
I've done, I think, 52 of them, and there's 120 of them. Oh, so wow. I've at least made a dent in those ones. But yeah, like the seeds, I've done, yeah, nothing. Yeah. It's just absolutely, I. it's laughable how few I've done. That's like um, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I was like, how many fucking flowers are in this game? <laughs> how many of those little helix? How many beer bottles? Helix glitches, beer bottles. Yeah. I'm like, they're floating in the air. You can't reach them. It takes like 10 minutes just to get one. Forget yep. this. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, all the sea shanties that blow away from you. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, so I finished Legend of Zelda last night. And um, obviously- Congratulations. I would like, thank you. By the way, I think that's in order. <laughs> it took me about, I think, 50, 55 hours, I think. Um, it's a very rough estimate. Um, but uh, Todd is still- going through Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. Like, he's finished the game, and now he's trying to platinum it. Yeah, we were talking. And so I kept, I, I wanted to finish Zelda so he could start playing it, and he's still just doing Horizon. Uh, I think he's going to start soon, though. Um, and so, cool. yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back into Zelda for more completion later. Mm-hmm. But at least at this point, I feel like I can... It's a good, like, I can take a breath and kind of come a out of it. of the wild? Uh, ex- oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, that. I went Jesus. there. <laughs> Set that one right up and just missed it. Um, but uh, yeah, since since Mass Effect will be out by the time this episode comes out, um, I'm... Are you going to skip Horizon Zero Dawn and go straight to Mass Effect? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to... I, I'm just sort of dabbling in a bunch of other things right now because I don't really want to commit to any one game mm-hmm. because they're all going to get tossed aside as soon as Mass Effect comes until yeah. I'm done with that. And so, like, yeah, I dabbled a little bit in Danganronpa 1... And um, I started playing Little Inferno, which is just, I still don't really understand what that game is all about. It's really goofy and... um, Is it a side scroller or... No, it's, um, okay, it's from the makers of World of Goo. And World of Goo was this game that came out for the Wii and then it came out on everything else afterwards. Okay. Um, And uh, you have these little sort of goo pellets that you use to sort of build and then they connect and you can build structures, but they have like bending to them. So it's kind of interesting in that like you have to build towers, but they don't have a lot of structure. um, Yeah. And so Mm -hmm. you have to build smart, like using triangles to create things that bear weight to build like a bridge kind of stuff. And um, I think it actually uses like real architectural... um, principles mm-hmm. in order to make it work um i sucked at it uh but they made a game <laughs> called little inferno and little inferno you pretty much have a furnace and you buy items with in-game currency and then you burn them okay and then like eventually you can get like say you can get like a, a mini nuclear bomb and you can also get an alarm clock and they have these combos that when you unlock them you unlock additional items that you can buy and so like one of them is called time bomb so if you burn an alarm clock and the bomb at the same time you have a time bomb exactly so you your your goal is to sort of figure out these combinations and there is no fail state in the game like you can't lose there are no points there is no winning i don't think or what's the objective then your goal is just to figure out more combinations unlock more things to burn and just kind of uh keep on going get in touch with your inner pyromaniac it's kind of goofy and cute and very strange it's kind of burton-esque in its um like the style the character design mm-hmm. um and the whenever you go shopping it plays like 1950s kind of like you know uh commercial music and um yeah it's it was a it was a impulse purchase on the switch and um i've been enjoying that so far very nice but yeah so i'm just i'm right now i'm, I'm straight up shotgun blasting my uh 
backlog and that I'm just dabbling in a bunch of things and I'm afraid to commit to any of them because Mass Effect will take over. Will dominate. I know. I feel the same way. But I'm excited. I want it to consume me. (laughs) I'm going to consume it. Okay. But I want want You want it to consume you? Yeah. I want it to ravish me like I've never been ravished before. It's hot sweat sliding over my body as we roll in the dust. Oh my god! <laughs> as you just wrote a romance novel about your, you playing Mass Effect. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good to me. So, and you will be playing as uh, Lady Rider, Sarah. Yes. Yeah, I did a um, online poll. You did, and did the poll actually finish? It finished. And what were the, and what were the I verdicts? I think Scott Rider won fifty-three to forty-seven percent. That's pretty close, Which though. is, I mean, typically what the gaming, like, if you split gamers nowadays, like, male versus female, mm-hmm. that's basically the percentage you get. So it's yeah. interesting how it was, like, a microcosm of what the actual gaming and, reality is. And we is. actually had some pretty, like, a pretty good turnout on the vote, right? Yeah, there was about 40, 30-something, 40 people who... It's pretty good. I mean, good enough for me. Yeah. Oh, um, I just bit myself and I'm bleeding. Don't do that. I have okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I mean, because I I feel bad. Like I, I played through Mass Effect mm, just as sulfur. as male shepherd, <laughs> but um, and then of course you know I found. So out, are you going to do Sarah? Well, or are you going to do both? I'm probably going to just play as 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 male writer Scott Scott writer. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I mean, although I'm kind of curious if I hear that like the female um, uh voice performance is significantly better mm. than I'll probably doing that. If I'd known that Jennifer Hale fucking just slaughtered it mm. as Fem Shep, I would have probably played as her the whole time. But I didn't know that. And so I ended up going with Male Shepherd just because and with the default face, just because everyone I made looked like a monster and default male shepherd just looked like he so belonged in the world. Mm-hmm. And so I just kinda went with it and I was like, it's fine. We'll just, you know, I'll give him a stupid name, which I did. What was it? Ladle. I don't know why. Commander just... Butt Pants. No, his name was Ladle. <laughs> Ladle Shepherd. Like something you, that you serve soup mm-hmm. with. That is dumb. Yeah, I don't know why. I think I, I think I was trying to think of a name, and I, I happened to like I looked towards the kitchen, and I was like, oh, Ladle. Why not? Mine was dumb too. It was Satine. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I am very excited. So about Tuesday, Tuesday, it's coming out. Oh my god. Well, and speaking of Mass Effect, there was something that that came up in the news that um, I wanted to talk about just because it's. You know, like seriously, I love the internet, but also at the same time, oh yeah, you're it can okay. be real. It can be real nasty. I want to hear this. So, okay, I know that you've seen um, there have been posts about uh, some hanky animations yes. in in Mass Effect Andromeda, like the walking and the gorilla walk and all. Yeah, that. Yeah, and the facial expressions are a little weird. Uh-huh. And um, somebody did a search, I guess, and they found a woman who worked on Andromeda, where like her. Twitter bio or something said like lead character animator or something like that. And all of a sudden all the trolls came out of the woodwork. They attacked. Yeah. And they, they just went after her calling out uh, just like blaming, you know, all sorts of uh, just blaming failure of the animation on her 
alone. They know it's not one person, right? It's a whole team of people well, internet, all over the world. The internet found one person to just direct their ire towards, and they did. Jeez. And then, um, and then they also like, and then of course the game. She shut down her Twitter. She's like, I don't, I don't think I she hate did. All of you. She, I think she suspended her Facebook. Um, but oh, like, that's so sad. And then, um, and then the Gamergators showed up, making about how women have no place in game development, <gasps> given that women fucking Gamergate. Well, yeah, and it's and so it's it was just really gross to sort of see the internet do that. And of course, uh, Bioware did make a statement about it, um, which I'm yes, going to see if I can it. find right now on my phone. Um, yeah, that's just so disheartening. And especially, okay, because there's been a lot of fucking games out there that, you know, didn't have the greatest animation, but a man developed it or was the lead, so you know. So no one gets so any bullshit nobody from it. nobody got any bullshit, but when yeah. it's a woman, it's well, it, all over. Um, and yeah, it looks like, I think, based on the statement from BioWare, maybe she didn't even actually work on this game. Um, so it says, recently, this, this is the statement from BioWare's GM. Uh, recently, a former EA employee was misidentified as a lead member of the Mass Effect oh, well, Andromeda development team. These reports are false. We respect the opinions of our players and community and welcome feedback on Jeez. our games. But attacking individuals, regardless of their involvement in the project, is never acceptable. I'm glad that Bioware stepped up as the adult in the fucking room yeah. and reminded people, like, seriously, internet? God damn it. What the fuck? Like, just calm down. What? And also, like, it's, it is weird. I... As much as I can appreciate a game that's beautiful and does everything right, you know, as much as I can appreciate the mm. killer animations of Uncharted 4 and uh, The Last of Us mm -hmm. and even Horizon Zero Dawn, like these mm -hmm. really great character animations. I Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think that hinky animation in Mass Effect is going to make me hate the game. And I'm sure they're going to have a firmware update to fix anything yeah, that's they'll totally a do bit a patch. Wonky. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll totally patch it. Patch it up. They were saying they may not patch it in time for day one, but even if they never patch it, I don't think bad animation is going to take me out of the game. Yeah. As long as like the combat still works and the the writing is still there, then I'm okay with it. And if anything, I might it just might give me things to screen capture and laugh about and mm. it, it might it might give me this sort of new layer of enjoyment on yeah. it not to Make say it that, a little bit silly not to say that all <laughs> games should start saying fuck it to their animations because rob might enjoy if they're broken but like <laughs> you know I, it's i can definitely separate my i can separate um a problematic gorilla walk from the rest of the game yeah, I personally, I mean, aesthetics to me is a huge deal. So it might take me out of the game to see this like wonkity walk. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I It is a little distracting because especially what we've seen in other games and what's I mean, look at Bayonetta. She has the best walk on. Oh, oh I yes. mean, she has a runway walk. Yeah. When Todd saw that, I mean, <laughs> he started throwing out all sorts of. Yes, hunty. Yes, hunty. Yes, yes, yeah. queen. Uh, so if that was possible in PS2 or 3. 3. Yeah. I mean, they should be able to do it now. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying I'm not like dissing anybody, but come on. Well, and the only thing I think it also makes me a little more forgiving is just that there's so many NPCs. There's so many characters. If you have a main character who's kind of busted, that's kind of a that's problem. That's kind of a problem. But like if it's a... 
Just some random If it's a merchant somewhere. at the Citadel yeah. with like a broken fucking face, well, whatever. I'm going to see them once. Yeah. Like, and that's real life. So. Yeah. Yeah they're, they're <laughs> so, yeah. they're all sorts of busted people. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Yeah. That was a much more diplomatic approach. But yeah, there are busted people everywhere. There are busted people. <laughs> And there's a ghost right outside my window, so she's probably busted too. Well, I still love the fact that, like, have you, have you seen Mulholland Drive? Oh God! Don't even bring up that homeless woman. Yeah. I will have a. I feel like do she, not put that in so my head, Rob. I feel like oh she's God. she's the man behind Winkies. Oh my God! <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. I think I just broke you. <laughs> I like have tears now. That scared me so bad when I saw that, that. That is one of the scariest scenes of any movie ever. I feel like oh, for a non-horror movie, that scene I'm is fucking terrifying. I'm going to think of that now when I hear that woman's voice. Sorry, that or Aunt Zelda <laughs> from Pet <laughs> Cemetery. <laughs> the two things that have ruined you forever. Ruined, scarred for life. <laughs> um, well. I want to bring up a little um, article also that I read really fast. And of course, now it's not scrolling up. What the fuck just happened? Well, while you look for that, I can do a quick plug. Yeah, go for it. Um, so in our very first episode, I talked about my favorite games of last year. And one of them was a little title from a developer called Night School called Oxenfree. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Oxenfree had a spectacular soundtrack uh, by Scientific, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um, the dialogue is real good. The uh, The voice actors are real solid. It is just a great game. And you can play through it in a single sitting if you can commit to like three or four hours. Yeah, it's like a five-hour game. Yeah, and it's wonderful. Um, it has uh, It doesn't really do a lot of jump scares, but it actually creates some serious tension and suspense and some genuine like scares that are just psychological. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it has this really great build to it. And so, um, oxen free, I can't recommend it enough cause it's awesome. It's on Xbox one. It's on PC. It's on, it was up for game of the year, wasn't it? Or uh, something some people, like indie game of the year. Some, some awards yeah. recognized it as it got some a love. runner up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's on Xbox one, it's on PS4, it's on PC. And as of last week, it is now on iOS. So Sweet. you can get it on your Play phone, it on your phone, you can get it on your iPad and the price is four bucks i mean you can't beat that yeah so if you are in any way possibly interested in it it's better than the 20 bucks it'll cost you on a console Mm -hmm. just pay the four bucks play it on your ipad or your phone it is great so i just wanted to say that because oxen free yeah if you're not playing four bucks ios yeah do it if you're not doing it you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong (laughs) i'm doing it wrong then because i haven't played it yet oh shit Uh, i'm gonna get it though yeah get that on the ipad and just do it totally um, okay, so this is a study case, and it was in France, and um, this is on GMA News Online, and it says, video games linked to sexism in teenagers. Mm. Yeah, and this just came out today. And so it says, the more time a teenager spends on video gaming, the likelier he or she is to display sexist attitudes and gender stereotypes, a study of thousands of French gaming aficionados fa- has found. The study carried out by a team of French and U.S. researchers compared the time spent by 13,520 young people playing video games and their attitudes to women and gender roles. Wow. The results published on Friday in the Frontiers in Psychology Journal suggest that increased exposure to video games is associated with higher levels of stereotyping and sexism among teenagers. Um, 
and then it continues to say content analysis has shown that women are underrepresented in video games, which duh. Duh, yeah. Um, and they have passive roles. They are princesses who need to be saved or secondary sexualized objects of conquest. Yes. Yeah. Well, and um, Feminist Frequency, um, Anita Sarkeesian did that whole series about tropes in video games uh, against women. Yeah. And um, one of the best ones that she did was the Damsels in Distress, where she made a Tumblr of screenshots of all the Damsels in Distress. Oh, and it goes on for hours. Well, one of the best <laughs> ones, because she always said name of the character, name of the game, the year, and I think the system. Okay. And the best ones, the most telling, rather, were when it would be like, unnamed princess this game like a lot of these women didn't even have names they were just princesses in trouble which wow yeah when just the phrase unnamed princess is pretty fucking damning on women's status in games i'm sure they even go up to 2017 oh yeah 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 so um it says both boys and girls participated in the study um, 51 and 49 percent respectively but results indicate that sexism was, was higher among males um, and then it goes on and says, religious fervor was a greater determinant of sexism, obviously, because religion ruins everything. Yeah. Um, and television, on the other hand, had a smaller impact than video games when it comes to sexism. Oh, my God. Um, Sorry, I just realized I'm wearing a shirt that's the same color as the post-its that we're using, <laughs> which is bright pink. Very pretty. <laughs> I love it. Well, it is National Women's Month. I'm representing. Yes, you are. I like that. And so are our post-its. Yes. Sorry. And that's continue. why we're reading this too. Yes, continue. And um, and then it says, experts also worry that violent video games could negatively affect its users, which has always been a problem. It's always been a concern. A concern, thank yeah. you. Triggering aggressive behavior. The scientific community remains divided over the controversial link between violent video games and aggression. And then lastly, uh, it says that Begu, who's one of the researchers, said it would be unfair, quote unquote, to tar all video games with sexism brush, with the sexism brush by saying that the main offender, because the main offenders are the best sellers. Okay. Did that make sense? Yeah, 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 totally. They're the ones that, yeah, they they have the most outreach. Well, and um, I read a thing, I mean, of course, you know, there's so many studies on aggression in video games. One of my favorites, uh, because I thought it was just, you know, it it gave me a little bit of a surprise, um, was saying that shooters are not the ones that actually generate the most aggression. Uh, It is sports and racing titles that tend to generate the most aggression and competitive nature in people. Not even like Grand Theft Auto? Uh, No, I mean, like, they found that a lot of times... Because that's very racist. But a lot of times people have found that those actually kind of are more of... um, I think pressure release for some people while um, games like FIFA and Madden and racing games tend to make people more aggressive in person and also uh, more aggressive drivers. And Uh, uh, it it tends to create this sort of urgency where people get really competitive and aggressive. For me, it's Uncharted 4 multiplayer (laughs) because if my day is going bad, that thing will fuck it up (laughs) because I will get real raunchy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those poor viewers of mine and my bad potty mouth um, so um from that though was there the thing about the the famous lady or like the best ladies in gaming yeah so because it's women's history month um i looked up this little article on destructoid and they named carmen san diego as the greatest female video game character of all time 
And there's a lot of characters out there. And there what are. do you think about Carmen Sandiego? Well, I love her, by the way. The cartoon in the 90s was amazing. Oh, I loved the game show. And the game show on PBS. Yes, the game show. Uh-huh. They had Rockapella doing all the music. Yes, it did. Um, I sucked at that game, by the way, because I'm not good with geography. I was a good guesser. <laughs> I, I did reasonable guesses, but yeah, I, I I was not confident about any of the answers. Right. Um, She's pretty dope, though, Carmen. Yeah. Well, she is definitely cool in that she is a criminal mastermind. She's mysterious, but she's also not super oversexed because she's in the giant trench, trench coat. coat. Mm-hmm. And um, even though she is hat. obviously pretty, her she face is. isn't half yes. burned under that hat. Yeah, but like I feel at least she wasn't hypersexualized. Yeah, and um, and she was a very competent villain. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's probably one of the smartest villains out there. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, I I think it's pretty cool. I don't know if I would call her the best female video game character ever. Yeah, but, who would you choose? Well, my my gut instinct is to go with Samus. Oh, I love Samus. Yeah, like Samus she, is dope. Yeah, she is powerful. She's independent. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking bounty hunter. Yep. Uh, and um, of course, though, possibly trans. Oh, I just exactly. got to throw that in there. Boop. Possibly you know, <laughs> new half. Yeah. Um, and like the the one thing about her though that is a little bit of a bummer is that um. We didn't know she was female until the end. It was sort of a bit of a rug pull. They didn't really yeah. establish, which it's kind of nice that she just does everything that everyone assumes a man can do. Yeah. You know, or a man did. I think it was even more impactful. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool. And she, but the problem is she never really spoke until, uh, I think she spoke in Metroid Other M, actually, like with audio recording. But um, she didn't really have dialogue, though, until Metroid. Fusion yeah, that was the like the Game Boy Advance. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was her responding to an AI that was a mentor of hers the whole yeah. time. And um, and so like, I like like her, I feel like her physical actions make her one of the coolest yeah. and best female characters. But unfortunately, she's been poorly written ever since they decided to give her a voice. Yeah, why did they write her so... They, I mean, they have the chance now to rectify that with the Switch. They do. They yeah. have the power to make a beautiful game with a great storyline. Because, yeah, they, they can't make her this dainty, submissive thing, because she's not. No, and that... Bef- well, I want to tell mine, but I want to also get to that little thing about Link, cross-dressing Link in the new game. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, let's get back to that. Okay, but yeah, let's... Yeah, go for your uh, So, I, your I mean, I love a lot of ladies in video games. Um, one of my favorites is hypersexualized. But that, to me, is powerful um, in a way. And it's Bayonetta. Yep. And I love Bayonetta. Yeah, as do I. And she's, even though she's, like, super sexualized and she does get nude in it, she's also very sassy. She's very street smart. Well, she's in control, I feel, of her sex appeal, at least. Yeah, her sexual identity. She's the one that's calling the shots. Yeah. It's not the people around her. It's her. And it's like she chose to be who she is rather than the people around her kind of like creating this person. Yeah. I guess. But um, some other notable influences, Chloe Frazier. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, Samus, like you said. Chung Lee. Yes. I love Chung Lee. Mm-hmm. And uh, Princess Zelda. Because maybe in the first one she wasn't so powerful. Depending on the game, she's Depending very capable. On the game. Yeah, because yeah, her is uh, Pirate Zelda from Wind Waker. Yeah, and of course, whenever she's doing the chic thing, she's running around chic. kicking some ass. And even in, um, uh, wasn't she a great character in Hyrule Warriors? 
Was she? Uh, Maybe I don't not. Know. I don't know. I didn't play that. I thought I saw some footage, but I don't know. But I could be it, wrong. In Breath of the Wild, she actually is um, an interesting character. She is delicate. She is damaged. She is, but she has her own struggles of yeah. who she's expected to be and who she ends up being. Um, but and she also has some power. Like she is. It, I feel like they did an interesting job, sort of creating her as this sort of. Uh, she actually has a voice. Yeah. Um, she's no Princess Peach. Like, I mean... Prin- uh, pr- she's such a ditz. I hate Princess, Princess Peach. Peach is such a moron. Yeah. I really... she. I find her very frustrating. Yeah. But, um, I mean, what it, are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> That's her character. Yeah. She's just very, very ditzy. I feel like Luigi's a ditz, too, personally. <laughs> but that's just my thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, cross-dressing so, Link. Cross-dressing Link. Um, yes. I kind of think that it's bringing back some some old Nintendo tropes from back in the day when it was more of a gag to have a cross-dressing character rather than it being identity or being like, especially now that we have so many trans awareness issues. Yeah. So it is a little bit time sensitive. It does feel like a relic yeah. of the past. It does not feel... Like it's paying attention it to... It didn't move forward. Yeah, it's not paying attention to the sensitivities of the world and how people feel about that. I feel like it was just a bunch of men in a room thinking, oh, this would be funny. Remember when we used to do this? <laughs> Let's make it part of the game now. Yeah, because they made a, a, a... And Link is pretty. I'm not going to lie. Oh, oh he, he totally is. <laughs> yeah. they, they made a, a level or a um, a city that only women are allowed to go into. Yeah, and so this is you, the yeah. background. Yeah, and so you have to dress as... You have to, you know, fool them. Well, so. I... Yeah, and apparently, I mean, there's so many articles out there, I don't think I'm giving anything away, but apparently you gain help from somebody who has also entered the city through similar means. Yes. And so... Yeah. It's... I remember actually... It's a tired trope. As soon as it happened, I actually kind of said to myself, well, I can't believe this game is doing this. Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't bother me, but also at the same time, though, I can recognize that it seems unnecessary or just like it could have been done better yeah like if you're gonna do it like i don't know it just it felt very thoughtless in a game that is otherwise so thoughtful right um it was just like they threw it in last minute well and and i guess it's that curse of of a game that feels so finished and feels so complete in everything it does the one thing like if the one bug you encounter or the one kind of questionable narrative choice it does just sticks out like a sore thumb because everything else feels so right. Yeah. Um, so it it, it, yeah. it is really a, a failure, I would say. Even though I think it could have been a possibly a really great like segue, bring in some things that maybe haven't been discussed, but they just did it wrong from yeah. what I understand. Well, and actually one thing that I would have really liked maybe is even if you'd just been able to control a second character for a while and maybe... Like oh, if, see I mean, that would have been good. It wouldn't have fit in with the sort of um, the the story the game is creating, and it wouldn't create it wouldn't fall into the the mythos mm-hmm. and the, the rules of the world. But it would have been really interesting to sort of see like if okay, fine, you can't get into the city, but you know what, this woman can, and so maybe you you um, 
like you play as her in order to accomplish what you need to in the city. And then she comes out and reports back to him and then he gets to continue on the story from there. Not right. to like use a female character, but it, like, you know, to get your, or she you could have done. taken him under cap as a captor or something, something like, like, and come out from the jail or, yeah. and then sneak your way up and talk to this person. Yeah. Cause I feel like th- there, there were other options. There were other options to, there always are. Yeah. To suddenly dress you, you to, up as yeah. like a, a sexy harem type lady yeah so probably no harm meant by them however just just uninformative a little bit stupidity but but whatever i'm actually kind of surprised the internet hasn't totally eaten it alive yeah which may i don't know if that many people have gone that far it's a huge game and it just came out last week but still like i figured there'd be there'd be outrage by now if there's already outrage about character animations in a game that's not even available yet oh good point then Good point. Yeah, but it could just be that Legend of Zelda, since we get one so seldom, uh, that yeah. everyone's just willing to take it. <laughs> They'll take it. But um, yeah. Well, yeah. What can you do? What can you do? Um, How are we on time? We're doing pretty good. Oh, um, we that means like we have five up. minutes. Yeah, we should just wrapping up um, soon. There was one thing I noticed though that, uh, yeah. or the, an article that recently came out that I'm really excited about, and I don't know if you knew about it. Yeah, tell me. Um, Capcom is releasing a bundle of six remastered Disney Afternoon classics. Shut the door. It, I loved all their classic um, Capcom, uh, Disney games, that's what I was trying yep. to say. So for Xbox One, PC, and PlayStation 4, they are releasing a collection that contains six NES titles. Only six, though? They are Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, DuckTales 1 and 2, and Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. That's five. Isn't it? Wait, one, two, three, four... Five. Oh, fuck. Then there is another one in here. Oh, there's also there's a second Rescue Rangers. Ah. So two DuckTales, two Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, and Darkwing Duck. And what I noticed is they're all based off the TV shows, not off of the movies. Well, yeah, because Capcom had to deal with the for the licensing on the TV shows, uh, I believe. But no, they did. Capcom did. Um, I remember the Aladdin games. Well, yeah, at the time though, that was that was uh, Super Nintendo. When that happened, these are just the old oh, the Nintendo. Oh, the eight bit, yeah. yeah. You're right. But those Oops, are great games, though. Bad. And I'm excited yeah. about playing them again. Ooh, um, Rescue Rangers was one of my favorite games. That game was so good. It's so good. Yeah. So it's going to be like uh, visiting an old friend. I'm really or excited. Or even about The it. Little Mermaid. That was one of my favorite oh, games. Oh, yeah. And that actually was Capcom doing one of the movies. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll well, do maybe they'll do a, a Disney movie collection. For now, good. it's the Disney Afternoon collection. Which That's right. I'm all for. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to bring up. Um, I t- said I was going to bring up Firebrand from last week, which is a graphic novel slash comic book series available on Webtoons, and it's really good. And it's called. Firebrand, The Initiation of Natalie Prisano. And it's written by Jessica Choba and Eric Lewis. And the art is by Claudia, I'm going to butcher this, uh, Aguirre? <laughs> Aguirre? I don't know. A-G-U-I-R-R-E. Where is that? So, right here. Aguirre. Aguirre. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's because we didn't do our dictionary.com. We didn't. No. Ah, so I, that's time. why I can't speak. <laughs> um, and so it's basically about this teenage witch. Her name is Natalie. And she is um, looked after by her aunt, Selena, as her guardian. And it kind of has that coming of age situation where kind of like seen in Wonder Woman and um, when she's in Thermoscura kind of practicing and honing in on her skills. 
or even more closely related to like Morgan Le Fay when um, they take her to Avalon to learn her her magic. Uh, that's kind of what I get from this. And I really like it because it's, I feel like I'm reading Archie and Veronica squished and meshed with um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. And it's funny and it's the action's fast, so I don't feel like I'm, it's just dragging on. Yeah. And um, there's funny little jokes and memes and the characters are really cute and the boys are hot. There's this one boy <laughs> named Luca, I think his name, or Lu- uh, I forget the name of the character, but he's so cute. <laughs> So um, that's available on on Thursdays. A new episode comes out every Thursday on Webtoons for free. So I recommend checking it out. Good to know. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. who are you crushing on? My crush is Geralt. Oh, of course. From The Witcher because I'm playing it and I'm staring at his butt. For hours at a time that now. That cat-eyed silver fox. God, he's so gorgeous. And he gets naked a lot in this game, and he is scarred to the T. You know he's <laughs> tough. <laughs> That's a tough man. I had um, sex with prostitutes about two or three times already just so I could see him naked. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's beautiful, and he's very suave, which I like. He kind of almost looks a little bit um, Spanish, I would say. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, like he's a Spanish, um, what What are they, what are those people called? Spaniards? Oh, like a, a conquistador? Conquistador, yeah. Some hot man. Spanish? <laughs> yeah, like a Spaniard? A Spaniard? No. Thank you. Thank you for that, though. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I do my best. Um, oh, and I, of oh. course, he also... He's um, in cahoots with Yennefer, who is in my mind me when I'm playing. So I'm like, whenever they're together, I'm like, ooh, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Yeah. How about you? So uh, mine is from a couple years back uh, from the game Sleeping Dogs. Uh, The character Wei Shen. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, he's hot. He is a sexy undercover cop. Mm -hmm. And um, he has a giant tattoo on his back. And um, I think it goes on to his chest, too. And he's as smooth as Geralt, too. And he is just... No body hair on that one. He's a, he's a lovely man. Not totally my my, my type and the, the whole hairless thing, but um, mm, he's just lovely yeah. to look at. And uh, when he's I was... He's a seal, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I, was, when I was playing the game, I, like, I was doing the thing where you change their clothes and he happened to be shirtless for a second and Todd walked by and Todd normally scolds me whenever I play a game with a shirtless, attractive character. Mm-hmm. He's just like, Oh God, could you be any more, you know, just that guy. Um, could you be so gay? And then like he saw this and I put it, I put a shirt on him and Todd actually said to me, he, he said, wait, 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 hold on. What are you doing? You're going to cover that up? That magic? Like, you, you don't cover that up. You don't cover up Michelangelo's, yeah. uh, what was it? <laughs> David. The David, yeah. David. So, um, so, yeah, so I played through all of Sleeping Dogs pretty much with Wei Shen uh, shirtless, with pants though, um, okay. but uh, and with sunglasses and no shoes. Because when he runs in barefoot, you hear the tap, 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 tap of his feet on the ground. And it's cute. It's hilarious. Uh, you can tell he um, never stepped on fiery coals before. Yes. No, just, <laughs> pat, 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 pat. Like little baby feet. So, um, so yeah, Wei Shen from Sleeping Dogs is uh, my man. And that game is also really good. I played through it on 360. 
and then I played it again on PS4. So in that game, I didn't play it. So if you wear clothes, you get like power ups. Yeah. Okay, so it yeah. helps you out. There are if you wear a complete outfit of certain types, you then get it more ups, protection. Yeah, ten percent more of this or whatever. It's it is definitely worth playing though. I'll have to bring that disc for you. It's really good. Yeah, um, that and good. Uh, I'd probably try to play him in his underwear now because it was like a GTA clone kind of, in that it's a crime game with yeah, an open I world when it in came Hong out. Kong. Yeah, but it's so good. Um, and it broke my heart when that developer uh, shuttered its doors because I needed another Sleeping Dogs real bad. Mm. Um, but yeah, what can you do? I'm sorry. It's okay. It but happens. On the upside, though, uh, another little sort of side little tangent here. They are making a Sleeping Dogs movie. Oh. Yes. Like an anime or an a live action? A or live a... action movie. Is it American, Japanese? Like who's making it? Uh, I believe it'll be American, like an American you know, made movie. Yeah. And it stars someone from uh, Rogue One, whose name I don't remember. But um, he's uh, the blind guy in Rogue One. Wait, he's going to be, he's not sexy. Well, they're going to make him sexy. I don't know. Donnie Yen Chirut. From he seems like too old to play that guy. That's what I was kind of thinking too. But he's gonna be Wei Shen, and the crazy thing is though that the actual character, the guy who played Wei Shen, is probably like (laughs) thirty. He's um, he's definitely I think more attractive, and he is more closely age appropriate. Uh, That guy was Will Yun Lee, who um, he was in the last season of True Blood. And he's been in some things. Um, mm. He was in like the movie The Wolverine, the one that took place in in Japan. Oh yeah. Like, oh, wh- or who is he? The same guy who played um, uh, Snake Eyes in the GI Joe movie, or not Snake Eyes, but the Shadow. Oh God! Did you see the GI Joe movies? I, I know you're not a fan. I, I didn't, but I think that might have been him. He's like a martial arts master, became a, like a movie star because of that. Hmm. No, no, no. He's just a normal actor. Oh, but I, I don't know who I'm thinking of, but he played not Nightcrawler, but his nemesis, like Snow Shadow, or I can't remember his name. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's super hot, though. <laughs> Fuck. And he was in a few movies for a while, but I haven't seen him in anything recent. But yeah, so th- mm, that looks like the character in the game. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, uh, I'm excited about Sleeping Dogs movie, though, <laughs> even though the... Uh, we're not getting another game but yeah Mm. Wei Shen wonderful so good awesome and as one last thing I kind of wanted to do this because I'm kind of like a cosplay aficionado and it's just something I like I think it's cute and sexy and everything in between so I want to call out if I have a chance um, a cosplay of the week Mm -hmm. because it's so great and this one is I'm going to post it but um, it's Princess Mononoke Oh. But it's by this guy named Vapor Chill, and you can find him on Instagram at Vapor, V-A-P-O-U-R, Chill Music. And he doesn't have a lot of pictures up, but his freaking Princess Mononoke is so fucking hot, and he has the best body, and I'm just like, okay. Well, he definitely deserves the first one. <laughs> well, I look forward to if I yeah, had a, that when the episode goes live. Yeah, if I had a little like trophy or candy or something, <laughs> I'd send it his way, but that would be the prize. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, so cool. 
I guess that's it. Yeah, I think that's all I got. Well, thank you for thank you for joining us this time. Thank you so much. And if you want to follow us, you can follow Satine at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, and just Satine C E T I N E on Twitch. And I am Fast Danger on Twitter, and I'm Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out on Instagram and Twitch. You can also follow us at BitDiff Podcast, B-I-T-D-I-F-F Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can email us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. And we have new episodes every Wednesday. And you should follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play. So, yeah. And yeah. tell a friend. Tell many friends. Tell a friend. Tell a foe. <laughs> tell a, definitely tell a foe. Yeah, and oh, be sure to rate and comment. Like, it doesn't matter. Just what, say what you think. You don't have to try to impress us with a five star review. And seriously, which it, we it, love, but but also criticism via. And also, you can you know, we gave you many ways to reach out to us. You could also tell us uh, something that you want us to cover, or something you want us to do less of, or whatever. Like we're, you know, we're up for some. Yeah, uh, some or feedback. even like a story, a listener story would be really cool. Yeah, like just like. Some, or who do you think is the hot your hottie of the week or cosplay if you have something you want to tell us about? Yeah. That'd be cool too. Yeah, if there's something that we don't know about that we should know about. I, I wanna, mean, we do know, know about pretty much everything. Well, I do my best, but still. Yeah, but good luck with that. Yeah. Try to impress us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, thanks right. again for Thank coming. Thank you so much and ciao Bye. <laughs>